Skin and Blister. We're two sisters. Supporting each other from across the pond. Hello and welcome to Skin and Blister Pod. Today is Monday morning. It's beautiful and sunny outside and we're happy to have you here. Hi, Saz. How are you today? I am falling apart, but in other news, it is raining cats and dogs over here. Um, How does Luna yeah. feel about that? She hates the rain. I was just thinking she has lots of friends to play with now since cats and dogs are raining down. Exactly. Although she doesn't really like any, any other animals. Takes I, that actually makes a oh, lot of sense because she's yours. Yeah. <laughs> they do say dogs uh, reflect their owners, don't they? They absolutely like, do. And by uh, mannerisms. You guys are the same now. Oh, Sorry. wait. Let me quickly on that subject. I love to go when you're in the park, you can look around. So many people look like their dogs. It's. Mm -hmm. It's wild. And they it's act uncanny. like them, too. It's really yeah. uncanny. Anyway, I feel like I, I want to take pictures of people. Yes. But then it, it gets a bit intense. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like that's an invasion of privacy. And then they send your dog and they their dog at you and they're like, sick him. No. <laughs> it's, the, it's just funny things like people with ginger curly hair and then their dog has ginger curly hair and you're just like that is so it's so what strange is, isn't what it what is going on there i think it's probably a combination of them picking the dog that looks like them and them loving the dog so much that they kind of change themselves a little bit to look like the dog you know That's what i think weird. it is seeing as what? we're all in a sims simulation Oh my word. They just gave us dogs that looked like us. Um, because it pleases the gods. The dogs, the gods. Uh, I have a quick disclaimer about this uh, podcast. Saz is stressy Saz today, and she has asked me to dominate the podcast. So I know I usually do that anyway. But this time she has actually asked me to do that. So don't get mad. It's happening. I did not say dominate the podcast. I said my, <laughs> I have a stabbing pain in my shoulder from stress. No, I didn't say that. But now I tell you. Now you know. You have a stabbing yeah, pain in your shoulder. Not that. No, that sounds like I'm having a heart attack, which is not happening. Are you sure? Um, now, you know, do you ever get this? And I, look, okay, I am a bit stressed at the moment. Is Luna hydrating it's... right now? Yeah. <laughs> Luna, Luna, stop. <laughs> so when, uh, we, when she drinks, she like really goes for it. Come on, Lulu. She's left. She looked at me really angrily and then she left. <laughs> um, now, whenever I get super stressed, which again, it will pass, it will pass. Um, I, I just feel it like quite strongly in my, in my physical body. I think I, the muscles get quite tense. Do you know? Yeah, what I mean? Do you get I remember well? this one time, uh, mom and dad visited you and like, it wasn't a very pleasant visit and you were sick for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> that that kind of happened yeah. twice which is it did happen twice like an indication of um quite a few things i think because yeah. i feel like yeah. oh, i'm gonna be fine and then like literal flu <laughs> symptoms no i mean um, it it makes like it's not like woo woo to think that like it's very our minds and bodies are very connected i think like i wish that like Western medicine would acknowledge that more because I think it would be really helpful <laughs> to a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm, I'm lucky in that after this and after I finish my tasks, I'm going to do some stretching and then mm. light a candle 
<laughs> Light and, one and... candle for the Maccabee children. And thanks that the light didn't die. Oh, my word. Out of context. I think that was my all-time favorite dramatic song that we used to sing on the commune. Yeah, we, but knowing nothing about yeah. what it was about. Which it was about, like, the Israelites, I think. I don't know. It sounds yeah. sad to me. Yeah, I loved those dramatic ones, though. I got so into them. When we were singing in a group around a fire, I would just throw my whole self into the experience. <laughs> I would be sleeping, I have to say. Did you sleep me a lot in meetings? The sleep often overtook me. I've never, in the rest of my life, I've never had a problem like sleeping when I'm meant to be awake. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm never like yeah. sitting there nodding off, except for my entire teenage years and like till I left. Well, we had and to like meetings. One few points here. We had to work like part at least like 20 hours a week, I would say, um, if not more. And then also do our Wait, homework what? really well. 20 hours a week. Oh, when yeah. we we're in high school. Yeah. Ah, so gotcha. like. And then also do our homework as well. So I don't know if you did this, but sometimes I stayed up till like 2 a.m. doing my homework. Um, so then we were quite that. tired. But when I was in Florida, I remember we used to have these meetings, Sunday morning meetings. Oh, and I would be sleeping in those. Those are the worst. Ones. And there was like 10 people there who would go to the meetings because it was such a small place. And I'd so they like, all knew. Like doing the head nodding, like head falling and then like yeah. jumping away uh, over and over. Like I just couldn't stay awake. Me too, it me too. Such a, I, it wasn't, there's nothing to do with willpower at that point. It's just so. Exhaustion and boredom. Exactly. <laughs> I, uh, the New Year's meetings were the biggest slog, I would say, because like they started at 10 and went till midnight. So two hours of like just sitting there while people lit candles um, for the Maccabee children. Honestly, the only thing that kept me going in those was the thought of the snacks as soon as yeah, midnight hit. Yeah, I was going to say that. That was yeah. like motivation. It was. And also... Whenever, like, one of the candles on the Christmas tree would catch fire and, like, five brothers would run up. And it was, like, it was the prime entertainment of the whole evening when that happened. Because you could see them getting lower and lower. And, you're, and then sometimes someone would jump up and sniff it out with their yeah. fingers. But often it would just be there, like, and then the tree would catch on fire. Um <laughs> Yeah, that was wild. No, I don't. I think the New Year's Eve's were easier for me because of the snacks. Those triangle new second. But how about shaking the hands for hours? That was quite intense. Yeah, I know. So, like after midnight hit, um, we'd all go yay, hooray, or whatever, and then we would all have to shake literally every person's hand in the place, and there were like. 300 people so you just go go around going happy new year happy new year happy new and i think like it was weird because like everyone used to get sick after that <laughs> what was your favorite like celebration as a kid i have um nostalgic memories about christmas day brunch i believe mm. that was or was it Easter? it was like no i think it was we didn't always do it but we did it okay a couple of years yeah and it was like super it was like this feeling of like euphoric joy mm -hmm. um yeah that we didn't often have that feeling mm -hmm. it wasn't like really allowed that feeling and then i just remember it being like you're just allowed to be happy, like as happy as you want. Um, and you're allowed to eat as much as you want. 
and there was like the food was amazing like i don't even that's the thing i didn't live on one of the big communities as a like adult as a young adult so i don't mm-hmm. even know how they put that together because it was a lot of food like scrambled eggs yeah um, it was so good so what was it so scrambled eggs i guess bread uh yeah oh, like challah challah bread challah bacon i think and no it was those um, sausage links wasn't it maybe and then like the the real butter Shout yeah because we didn't often have real butter and sass um, has continued to torture herself by being vegan no i've got a yeah i've got a really good uh butter alternative is it a cultured Salty. cashew kind of it's a cultured almond oh okay yeah i love those <laughs> cultured ones you remind me of a cultured almond i was just um, gonna say i'm not cultured but i appreciate that you're a non-cultured almond uh what was i saying um and then they would have that bread that like uh cinnamony oh yeah like the twisties baba ganoush's eggplant i know i know i know it was like something not yeah i know what you're talking about so good and cinnamon Mm, and sugar and butter so that was in like when we were in new york um but i was gonna ask you oh no tell me what your favorite festivity was um probably that and easter sunday because easter sunday like again was the uninhibited joy (laughs) What? what did you just drink I think my tea is, the milk is like rotten. That is so nasty. Her face, guys, her face was like. The almonds have recultured, like over-fermented or something. That's disgusting. Um, Anyway, anyway, yeah, so the the Easter Sunday. Sunday brunch was like really good because I loved like when you walked up to it, it's like a fresh, crisp, sunny morning usually. And there was like a brass band playing, which was like really lovely. Um, and you like listened to the brass band and then you went in and had like all this amazing food, like hot cross buns. Oh my gosh, those were the best. I must have eaten those so many of those. Good, yeah. Yeah. So like those two probably, those were like the only times we were allowed to really show positive emotion completely uh, oh my goodness i'm still experiencing the almond milk um those and the (laughs) the i was describing the donut walk no that's not the donut walk (laughs) the landon walk to fran the other day and i was like yeah we would go for this walk but then you would just eat unlimited amounts of donuts. How many like, do you think you ate? I'm curious because I was saying 10, 10 to 12. <laughs> I ate at least 10 to 12. <laughs> Which is crazy. <laughs> we were like tiny snippets of children. We were snippets. Like uh, people always used to joke like, uh-oh, Kelda's standing sideways. I can't see her. Yeah, there was not much of us there. Yeah. But then when it came to donuts, <laughs> we were putting them down. But then the best part was the next day you would have for breakfast like a whole mm-hmm. tray of donuts. All the leftovers. Well. All the sticky leftovers. Yeah. So they were like fresh out of the fryer. So they were hot with dripping frosting on them. Oh my gosh, so good. And they were the yeast, the yeast donuts. So I think they were like potato yeast ones often. And I like those a lot more than like the cakey ones that they sell at like Dunkin' Donuts because they're like, the crumb texture is really nice and they aren't as sweet in the donut part itself. So you can really enjoy the frosting. Yeah, I've never had a donut that was as good as those ones. I haven't either. But uh, like the other good part about it was because you knew the lantern walk was over. (laughs) (laughs) 
we would so we would walk we'd all make homemade lanterns right and then we would light them and walk in a big line around the property and (laughs) and we would try to be singing these lantern songs but the line was so long that like (laughs) like no one could sing it in time so you would just catch these snippets when the line curved around of like this really off key like jarring singing because (laughs) it was kind of a running joke that's funny because when we would sit for meetings in the big in that big building Mm -hmm. it's fine because you're in a circle so you don't Mm -hmm. have that problem but when it's all strung out it's the law of what is that law anyway physics majors you can fill us in well sound travels at a certain speed but i did have a question for you kez Um, okay it's quite a different subject but basically i've we have this app over here called vinted do you have that over there I mean, if we do, I'm not cool enough to know about it. <laughs> no, you're super cool. Don't uncool yourself. You are a cultured nut. <laughs> um, okay. A cultured anyway, cashew butter. I um, It's like secondhand clothing that people sell and buy. That's um, why I don't know. I hate secondhand clothing. Very okay, controversial yeah. opinion, by the way. Yeah. No, I think a lot of people are like that. Um, but I bought something on there for a wedding I'm going to in mm. Italy. Um, a wedding. Wedding says I want to see this. <laughs> I can send you a picture. Oh, my goodness. Um, what was I saying? Basically, it's arrived. Basically, this wedding, I just feel like I have to have the right stuff because... Mm-hmm. In, like here when I go to a wedding it's pretty chill like you rock up a couple hours um then you have like the food like I've never been to a wedding well like the food's been good at the weddings but like it's like kind of grab and go style rather than like mm-hmm. sit down menu I don't think yeah, I've ever yeah. had like a proper sit down menu at a wedding in the UK yeah I don't think I da, have da, either da, skip now to sicily they do not mess around so like are you serious there they have like sit down like when i went to friend's brother's wedding it was incredible like i I, they had a massive sit down lunch then like this massive like next like another meal like halfway through i i don't dear god how much does this cost well, you do the idea. So here, you don't actually have to give that much when you go to weddings. There, best believe, you're you have going to give a lot of money. Account. Yeah, because I think the the idea is, um, you pay for yourself. You're like your okay. So what wedding. are we talking? What are we talking? Like hundreds. <laughs> but that's how. But then, do you also give a wedding gift, or is that like the gift i think you should if you can but i think the idea is you pay for yourself and then hopefully a bit for the new couple yeah because like i usually just give cash for weddings too because it's like that's what everyone wants stop buying like 200 hundred dollar vases no one wants that unless they do a list and they have something on the list they do a list usually but you know inside deep inside that they are actually all they want is cash (laughs) yeah because then they can go do the list themselves and get exactly exactly what they want with the budget they have um anyway yeah so it's hundreds um whereas like in the uk it totally depends obviously the Mm -hmm. people that i've gone to weddings for I I mean I was I was and am still please note dear listeners really broke <laughs> uh, do not be inviting me to your wedding for for cash handout. excuse me <laughs> what if I invite you to mine please take notes on what I'm about to say <laughs> 
um, there will be no cash handouts. No, I, I'm very happy to. My presence is your present. Uh, if I come to your wedding, if the if. <laughs> if she get married. Anyway, anyway, let's move on. Okay. The long story short, I wanted to get all the right stuff. So I got my gold sandals because it's super hot in Sicily. And then okay, I got okay. my gold heels or no? Things. Yeah, like little heels though, because it's a full day affair. Okay. They're a little bit too short, the heels, but I think I feel like Who it's, cares? Okay. It's, it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Um, and uh, also because I'm like above average height. What? You're short. <laughs> I just wanted to see what you would say. Gaz is like seven foot. I'm like five, eight. Right? How I always tell said? people my sisters are short. Yeah, but like in a, in actual reality, we're like just above average. And yeah, 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 it's true. And I think Sicilian women do tend to be shorter. Like they're all. Shorter I think than me. so. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. Oh my I god! Imagine like I was above. there. <laughs> you would certainly tower above without heels. And then if you got heels on, it would be like swaying in the breeze. It would. Yourself like a maple thou painted maple anyway, that's it that's a shakespeare I reference i haven't even got to the point yet basically okay. i got this purse gold as are the shoes Hello. okay okay and it smells like smoke is the lung in the shoe. <gasps> that is disgusting so i read online as you do that you you need to like soak it in vinegar or like wash it with vinegar. How's it gonna <laughs> so come I, out after you do that? So I washed it with vinegar and now it smells like vinegar and smoke. And <laughs> like the fruit flies are like going on it because it's like so vinegary. <laughs> you know, the fruit flies, they love vinegar. That is so disgusting see this is why i do not like secondhand stuff but it's totally clean i mean i gave it a thorough disinfecting all right but it just lingers that's that stench doesn't you it? need to do baking soda <laughs> are you sure because last time i used baking soda turned my hair yellow that was because you bleached your own hair which is very un inadvisable and I'm still, like, triggered at this point by that. So you think baking soda and hot water or baking soda? Baking soda and vinegar. Okay. The exact or lemon. You could hair. try lemon. But the thing is, it, it might like, would smell nice, actually. Yeah, try baking soda and lemon. But aren't you worried about ruining it? Well, funny you ask. <laughs> so I put all this vinegar on and it wasn't going away. So I put more vinegar on. What? And then it broke the, broke the, <laughs> like Wait, it came so... apart at the seams. Are you serious? So why are you even asking? I glued it back together. Well, I glued it back together. <laughs> but we still have the lingering smoke. Look, I show you, it's cute now. It's like a little pocket. Yeah, it is cute. It goes well with my outfit. Yeah. All right. So like are you wearing old... a dress or a pantsuit is the real question. Dress. What kind of dress? It's like satin dress um, my good friend lent me. She will buy nothing new. That is the real point here. I don't know. I do. I feel no. I really don't feel bad. Now you should. I mean, my friend has this like beautiful dress that was made for her for her sister's wedding, um, and it's really beautiful. But like, you don't really wear that kind of thing twice, do you? Like, she no, couldn't wear it to another no, wedding don't. where her family or like where 
the same people would be and then yeah yeah it's like super fancy so you wouldn't mm -hmm. wear it in daily life and then um the thing is as well in what i've noticed is for these italian weddings it's like you have to wear a certain style which it's not like over here you don't really wear that style of dress it's mm -hmm. like yeah i would say the italian ones are like more like ball gown okay style. yeah and you don't Whereas do the that ones here are like more yeah. like casual or mm -hmm. like most weddings i've been to it's been quite casual just like wear something really nice but you don't have to spend 500 pounds on it yeah yeah exactly okay do you want to hear about the biggest trauma that happened to me this week yes please okay you know so I, I got this beautiful pedicure right with gel nails very what color pristine. are you going for like kind of like nude pink yesterday i played a uh, sand volleyball at a brewery and one of my nails came off already the next day <laughs> shut up did you glue it back on no i just noticed this morning oh no, it's very so sad properly lost yeah oh no so, that is sad because i pay a lot for the pedicure and now it's just gone is it bad that I feel quite smug about my decisions never to get do any self-care? And now you're doing self-care and I'm like, mm. Well, no, it was a no, nice experience. Not, yeah, no, I'm, I'm joking. I think that's sad. But tell me, were they the nails? Because I do not, help me, help me, educate me. Um, you know, when the because my nails are like little squares, mm -hmm. people gen seem to have these beautiful nails that come out and they're nice, like not a point, but like a nice rounded end. But they're like what you expect nails to be shaped like. Let me see. No, I got oh, pedicure. Are more... I got a pedicure, not a manicure. Oh, this is just <laughs> yeah. So you didn't okay, but do you know what I? though with the nails here i'll show you okay show me the pedicure uh, no it's so hard to show you there oh that does look nice uh, if, if you like feet <laughs> disgusting nice if you like feet i uh, know that looks nice okay so okay forget what i was saying but do you do you know what i mean when yeah i do nails it's when nice they get them like put longer. on they get them put on like I've never done that by the way it's because I, I feel like I would immediately it break it if I did it would I be a liability for the Sicilian wedding just for the Ooh, experience of it that'd be fun but what color I never know how to choose the color just a nice light nude color I think or white for the summer I feel like yeah. that's too much, the white. <laughs> Maybe a dark red. <laughs> I, I just looked at um, something which was funny. Should I tell you about it? It's, <laughs> I shared this thing on our Instagram that was like, me to a close um, lifelong friend. How's your job? And also, what is it? <laughs> and one of my friends, who I will not name, just texted me <laughs> and said, literally can't remember what bleep does for work. And at this point, I'm too embarrassed to ask. And it's literally their brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I do like that about people. It's so hard to, like, I know roughly what they do, but it's so hard to keep the details of what they're doing straight. It is, um, yeah. Especially those nothing jobs, like which get which pay so much. <laughs> like, oh man! I like the one Simon that. has, I still don't know what he does. I still and like he's been doing it for a couple months now. But the thing is, I don't even know if he knows you, what he does. Have you asked him, Kelda? Yes. <laughs> 
Um, okay, should we move on? Uh, yeah. I don't know Questions. if soda is right for the purse, but I'll try it and let you know. Oh my gosh, it's going to be a nightmare. Um, we have a few questions, which are fun. It's like a Q&A okay. sesh. Hit me with the question. All right. Uh, what is your least favorite household chore? Oh, good one. I Should I go for it? Yeah, go for it. I must. Um, what springs to mind immediately is hoovering because you can't listen to anything. For the Americans, that's vacuuming vacuuming yeah it's just the noise of it is i just it's too noisy it's such an annoying noise if someone can invent a hoover that makes a nice noise i i really don't mind it um, would you how much would you pay for that like as i said i'm broke at the moment so not a lot but um it's not happening then <laughs> like when i'm established and rolling in riches maybe like a thousand pounds yeah, yeah, I could see that. You know those Dysons? Like, I don't people like spend Dyson. a lot. And I'm just, ta- this is where I'm going with this, okay? Just relax, relax. People spend like okay. $1,000 on them, and I hate them. They're ter- Their design is horrible. We're not going to get sued by Dyson, are we, just for expressing our opinion? Do you really think enough people listen that Dyson would sue us? It's it's edging towards the quarter million. <laughs> um, uh, Dyson. Yes, I've come across several Dysons and also their fan. Yeah. As in like a fan that is a Dyson. Yeah, fan. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Not a fan of Dyson. Um, <laughs> and I have to say, none of them are as good as the more... Let me, how do, how do I say this? They're very uh, technological, whereas I find mm-hmm. the more manual the Hoover is, it's generally better. Yeah, so like, it suctions have, better. In the UK, we have something called the Henry Hoover, huh. which, is a, which is a Hoover <laughs> with a face drawn on it. What? It's really famous. Really? It's Henrietta as well. Oh, yeah. Who's a I love Hoover? That is the most British thing I've ever heard. I'm not. But I'm going to tell you how this Hoover works because it's so simple. It's just a big bucket with the like vacuum. Um, oh yeah, mechanic. it's a shop vac. Exactly, and then you literally take the top off, empty the bucket. It's so simple. Those yeah. hoovers do not die. I've seen them like be thrown down stairwells. <laughs> Wait, hiding. They're still I have hoovering. questions. I have questions. Okay, Why was yeah. it thrown down a stairwell? Did you throw it's one just... down? No, I don't. It was just because we always had them in like the jobs I've worked because they're so good for coffee shops because you know the floor can be a bit uneven Mm -hmm. so it's like you need something a bit more hardy and they do not die those I have to say if you're gonna I don't know if you want one for your house but like and then there's like a baby Henry as well oh my gosh Henrietta had a baby oh like a mini version all right so institution so what's yours what's yours um I'm going to say I kind of like um, washing dishes and, you know, it's weird. So folding laundry. Okay. So I do the laundry. I dry it. Right. And then it sits there. The machine dries it. I'm assuming. Like you don't hang it out. Yeah. (laughs) No, it makes it all stiff like a corpse. Who wants to wear a corpse on their legs? A laundry corpse. (laughs) Yeah. Um, anyway, so then it just sits there in the basket for about three weeks, at least. And it keeps getting more and more in the basket. Hmm. And then eventually I'm like, okay, this has become this like massive thing now. Like, And then I sit there and I have to fold laundry for three hours. But I only do it once everyone's run out of like... They're all wearing like mismatched socks and no underwear. 
and that's when I do it. Interesting. That's because you don't usually get hung up on that kind of thing. Whereas I think that's quite a nice task, folding the laundry. Yeah, you'd think so. And I once I'm doing it, it's okay. But then there's so much by then that it's like, you know, massive piles. And it's just kind of daunting at that point. That's when you sort it into whose laundry it is and put a pile on everyone's bed. Yeah, I mean, actually, Simon does his own. So it's only me and the chicken, which is a lot of laundry, let me just say. That's the problem. Some days yeah. I'm wearing like three outfits a day. If you go to the exactly. gym. Exactly. Yeah, if I go to the gym. work, And then if you go out at all, like those are three different outfits potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and at the gym, it's very sweaty. So you, you have to wash them every time. There's no reusing those. Exactly. Um, And if it's winter, that's like a jumper as well. That's like a lot of of laundry. Yeah. Okay. Next. All right. This is incredibly boring. Yeah, we did. All right. Uh, Next one is what is your favorite thing to bake that you learned in your childhood? Oh, good question. Um, you can go first. If you okay. Want. So there's this one um, pancake recipe, which isn't really baking, but it's like a whole wheat yogurt pancake. And we make it probably like every other weekend. Um, it's really tasty, has a lot of protein because I put Greek yogurt in it. And yeah, we just choose our, we talked about this already. Um, also, the other thing is like biscuits, which for Brits, I'm not talking about cookies. Oh, yeah, I, I was thinking. Yeah, I'm talking about like the southern biscuits, like biscuits and gravy or whatever. Um, I really like making those. Saz, you used to make these ones called angel biscuits that have yeast as well as baking powder in them. Those were epic. Yeah, those are amazing because they have so much butter in them. Yeah. You do a sort of croissant thing where you fold it over and over mm-hmm, and put butter mm-hmm. in the layers. Which So good. That makes them really good. Yeah, those were like epic. I remember making them lots of times in Florida. Do you make those still? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not the angel good. ones, actually. I do have the recipe. They're just more complex, so I never feel like doing it. I just do the simple ones. Yeah, but no, they're a lot more work than the... Than but the I remember, you know what else was really good? The yeast waffles that Dad used to make. So you, like, I make this used yeast to make batter. Stomach, like, kill me. Really? Were, yeah, I think you huh. put way too much yeast in. Probably, and then it like swole up in your stomach. Uh, yeah, I just remember every time we had them, Luna, be quiet. Every time we had them, I would just be in so much pain. Oh my gosh. Do you not remember that? No. Oh my word. He must do you re- have just dumped it in. Yeah, yeast. that's a dad thing to do. This... <laughs> Speaking of stomachs, one time Greg ate so much uh, of those grape nuts. <laughs> Remember grape nuts? Yeah. <laughs> they never went down. And he ate so things. many, and then they like swell up in his stomach, and he almost exploded. <laughs> they were a menace to society. They were. Why is that even a cereal? I have no idea. I don't know. I haven't seen them since. Do they still exist? You have to check for us in the supermarket there. Let me see. Um, What do I remember baking as a child? Um, mm, mm, Well, I keep, I'm thinking like apple crumble and Mm. I'm also thinking cinnamon swirls, but I'm a bit, we used to make cinnamon swirls for the coffee shop for like four years. So I'm a bit burnt out from those okay oh by the but, way i just found grape nuts on amazon for 2.99 for how much grape nut like one box like regular cereal box size 
You should buy that because that would keep for a whole year. Like, you and it would feed you. Yeah, it would feed you like all year. That's like a very in these financial times. That's a very economic decision. Oh, they've um, been around since eighteen ninety seven. I think the ones we ate as kids were probably from the first year they were manufactured. Yeah, we always got like expired like, stuff. Well, also they just I can't imagine anyone buying them except Listen to this. Me. Listen to this. Okay. In 1933, Post Grape Nuts sponsored Sir Admiral Byrd's ex- expedition to Antarctica where the first two-way radio transmission occurred. At the same time, maps of the expedition even appeared on Grape Nuts boxes. This was a huge milestone in the scientific community and Grape Nuts helped make it possible. During World War II operations before 1944, Grape Nuts was part of the jungle rations that helped fuel US and allied forces on extended missions to Panama and other tropical parts of the world. Also, Sir Edmund Hillary and Sherpa Tenzing Norgay took grape nuts with them when they climbed Mount Everest. That is amazing, but not that surprising. What are what are the ingredients in grape nuts? I don't know, but it doesn't surprise me at all because those things fill you up so much. And they're also like very much survival food. Like they are not very pleasant to eat, let me just say. Um, I would liken them to like cardboard, but like really hard, like kind of pelleted cardboard. cardboard yeah, it's made hard. from wheat and barley. Really surprising. No grapes at all. No grapes or nuts. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my favorite thing to bake as a child or like that I remember baking as a child man i don't know i i loved baking i once made three different cheese pies one was mm. blueberry one was raspberry cheesecake one was peach yeah but they weren't cakes okay they had a pie pastry crust then like a baked cheese filling did you home use homemade cheese like cork cork i might have anyway i was a very ambitious child yeah me too. Because I've with used the baking. It all, <laughs> all the ambition is gone. Um, should we do one more question? I don't yeah, think we let's, have time let's. For... We have time for one more. Um, all right. This is a funny one. What do you think came first? Orange the color or orange the fruit? Oh, my word. Who wrote this? Actually, don't tell me. <laughs> Not someone you know. Is that from your son? No, no, it's from a guy I used to work with. That is a good question. It's really Um, hard, isn't it? Because, like, it's more of a language question, like the origins of language. I think the color came first. Oh, I, I think I know what you mean, which, sorry for being rude at the beginning of the question um i think the question is what was so when When we use language yeah the name Uh, of the color or the name of the fruit yeah okay 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 let me give them some thought because i'm thinking naranja yeah naranja you mean in some countries (laughs) naranja Depends what language you're speaking, Kelda. What is that in Italian? Is it naranja? Um, I don't know. You don't but know maybe. orange in Italian? No. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like the first thing you learn when you learn a language? You learn the colors. Well, I know rosa is red, amarillo is yellow, or is that Spanish? I thought rosa was pink probably (laughs) anyway 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 um anyway but i imagine because orange lemon i'm thinking lemon Mm -hmm. lemon so they didn't 
call lemon yellow, which they could have done. Yeah, yeah. And apple is not red. And yeah, plum is not purple. So by that logic, the orange was called orange. And then they got the color from that. Do you think so? I don't actually think so. But by that logic, I think that's the way it would go. So if we're I think by that scientific method, then it would have to be that way. <laughs> Look at you pre- trying to pretend you're actually smart. <laughs> Rude. Oh my gosh. Um, I think that the color came first. But no, because, okay, what in nature is that color? Not much, right? Oranges. Oranges. That's about it, isn't it? So maybe they did do the fruit first because they said, this orange. And then they were like, oh, that is another color that we never saw before. Let us call that color in the rainbow orange after the fruit. Yeah, because orange is one of those colors you don't really need, if we're being honest. Because, like, red, yellow, blue, important yeah. colors. The rest of them, I would say you can do with with or without. Um, and also you can make all the other colors with red, orange, and red, yellow, and blue, and black, and exactly. white. Exactly. Why do we even have, like, non-primary colors in the rainbow? Well, that's that's a whole new. That is a question for another day. <laughs> I just typed in uh, "orange origins," which is very difficult to say. Orange okay. origins language. Uh, so it's an. It comes from a according to Google, liter, <clears throat> literary hub. Oh, wow. Listen to this. Let's hear it. Early in the 16th century, Portuguese traders brought sweet oranges from India to Europe, and the color takes its name from them. You were right. So basically, until they arrived, there was no orange as such in the color spectrum, which is actually what we talked about. When the first Europeans saw the fruit, they were incapable of exclaiming about its brilliant orange color. They recognized the color, but didn't yet know its name. Often they referred to oranges as golden apples. Not until they knew them as oranges did they see them as orange. And the word itself... I can just imagine them just standing there, incapable of exclaiming, like, with their mouths open. They were like, look at these! (laughs) And then they had to come up with a word for them. Yeah. The word itself begins as an ancient Sanskrit word, naranga, possibly derived from an even older Dravidian India, which was an ancient language in India. Okay. Root. Yeah. So that's cool. They came, you said they originally came to the Western world from India. From India, yeah. And Portuguese traders brought them from India to Europe. But they didn't have them in Spain and stuff. Is that? I guess not. I guess they were imported. That's really interesting because I always think of Spain as like where oranges originated. Also, okay. the the rainbow that we know today didn't have orange in it till the 16th century. Because it... this is very good. Um, thank you for your question because we like I was a bit I I was a bit rude about it. Um, yeah, and it's actually I quite a clever question. regret <laughs> we've learned so much. We have learned a lot, especially about how orange is actually not a Western concept. It came from India. The color itself is not even a, didn't even be, well, most things didn't begin as a Western concept, let's be honest. Yeah, um... I found out orange in Italian is arancia, which also means the fruit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. 
How do you say colors in Italian? Giallo. Um, what? This is interesting. So the in a lot of languages now, it has the same root because the word itself came from <clears throat> India. And you know how mostly like our language has a lot of Latin root words. Well, this one is actually a Sanskrit Indian root word. So like in Tamil, in India, they call it Aranku. It's interesting. Cool. That was actually a um, great, a great question. I really, I really like that. Very interesting. Yeah. Orange is one of those words that doesn't rhyme with a lot of stuff as well. I wonder if that's probably because of it's a root word that's not from Latin. Orange and purple. Um, okay. Well, thank you for your questions this week. We have grown yes. and learn. We have grown. Well, we haven't learned much. Something we yep. usually don't do on the podcast. We've actually learned something. Speak for yourself. It's always a joy for me. <laughs> It's a joy. I didn't say it wasn't a joy. All right. I'm going to give you a word of wisdom. Okay. When the going gets tough, keep on going. <laughs> when the going gets tough, the tough get going. What is that thing like when you walk? This is, this is exciting. When I walk through when the shadow of the valley of death. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But then you walk through it. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. You're going through hell. Keep on going. What is that? Is that a You're song? going through hell. Keep on going. Don't look back. It's what like a that? country song. Why? Do, okay. 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 Amazing. There we go. All wow. Right. It sounds like you've had a great week, Saz. No, I just think if you are going through something, um, I think there's two things. Keep going, like we said, and also try and count your blessings in the morning, in the evening, and in between so you can keep perspective. Um, because, uh, yeah, I think you always can find a blessing. Or like most of the time, obviously, sometimes life is really tough, but... You can mostly find some little blessings in between the toughness. Oh, right. That's nice. Yeah, absolutely. And I also have some homework for you, Saz. Oh I want gosh. you to get too Just blessed to me. be stressed tattooed as a tramp stamp on your lower <laughs> back. That would be like the least um, accurate tattoo for me because I function at a level of stress. That's like my, that's like my, like, I have to have a certain mm -hmm. level to get me moving, to get the inertia going. I have a word of wisdom based off of that. Okay. If I could just Here. piggyback on your word of wisdom. <laughs> Thank you for that. You um, when you are going through something tough, I think the fastest and best way to get through it is to just let yourself really, really feel it for a small amount of time. Don't do it too much to where you can't handle it, right? Like if you need to distract yourself, do. But feel free to wallow for like an evening. Eat ice cream, cry, whatever it is that go for a hike and look at the view and sob um don't go too near the cliff edge please and once you <laughs> once you've like let yourself really feel it it's a lot easier to move on past it because like if you don't if you don't let yourself feel it if you keep just pushing it aside and like distracting yourself from it um then it's just this slow burn for a very long time of bad feeling so yeah, that's my word of wisdom. Yeah, I think that's almost the step after when you go through something. Maybe you go through it, then you need to process it, then mm -hmm. you recover from it. Yeah, because like anger and I mean. grief are just as valid as like joy. Like they all exist. We, we have a full spectrum of emotions for a reason. 
Saz, I'm talking to you. Kaz. What? That sounded very therapized. Yeah, well, I've only been in therapy for six years, so. Six long years. Oh, I have an announcement to make. Okay. I graduated from therapy. What? (laughs) I can see your worried look on your face. Uh, I just feel like I don't need it anymore. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. I am proud of you. Because now I I just. When you were going to therapy. Yeah. Because now I just have this little inner therapist that whenever I'm acting childish is like, all right, Kelda, how old do you feel? Five? Okay. Well, you're a grown adult, so you need to figure this shit out. It's and true. then I'm like, when shut up! You just have to yeah. switch stuff out. You can't be a child anymore. You Even can't. though sometimes you have to, like, sometimes you resort to childish behavior, but eventually you have to get up and sort it out. Eventually. Last night I was being very childish, but it happens sometimes. All right, let's, ha- let's All right. have a good week and then we can... <laughs> digress further have a good week guys have a good week drink some water ciao ciao drink water and stay healthy all righty ciao ciao bye 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 thank you for listening to skin and blister if you have questions or comments please email us at skinandblisterpod at gmail.com